And we are live. Welcome to the podcast. It is Saturday, August the 13th. Thanks for tuning in. We've got a special pre-draft podcast for you guys, and we have a lot of really cool things we're going to be talking about. We're going to look at some uh, some draft strategy, especially for people like Rahul, who maybe have never done this auction type uh, type of draft before. We're going to give you some tips on some auction draft strategy. We're going to look at some of the history of our league mates. Uh, we're going to guess everybody's keepers. And we're also going to talk about some draft weekend events. But before we do, we're going to bring in our co-host for this evening. And we actually have a special guest lined up for everybody Uh this uh, unfortunately Tyler wasn't able to be here, but we got the next biggest guy in the league to take his place. We have the excellence of execution, Nick and Trilly. What's up, man? The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Right here, here we go. Yes, Nick, thank you so much for joining me tonight, man. It's really good to have you. Uh, you've been on the podcast before, and uh, I'm excited to have you in, in in the bed with me, man. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Looking forward to talking to everybody. Got some uh, knowledge to drop. going to go over my uh, strategy from last year for last year's trap. You know, wanted to kind of throw it out there and remind everybody I had the most points in the league. Ooh. Didn't have a week scoring less than 100 points whoa so i think that there's probably some people on this podcast listening uh you might want to listen in pull over pull over to the side of the road shut off the car tell the kids to shut the hell up and get ready so your advice carry some weight you know not not unlike your uh yourself carry some weight too i I do yeah fat jokes here we go pit stains and chicken wings i know how tyler feels now it's the low-hanging fruit man i'm sorry it's just that's it's cool man you know you 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 hear it all your life your kids you're kind of immune to it honestly you start you know getting in there talking shit about yourself too all right well you have a big i have a big nose so man i mean you know, just like your, you said, your nose has some shapes too. I don't know if yeah. you ever noticed it. Like right above your eyebrows, you got like this lump, yeah. and it comes like, down, and then your nose on the bridge yeah. lumps, comes and down, then, and you lump again. And it's sideways. My nose is like off center it's, too. It's broken. Yeah, yeah, you know those like ink profiles. You know, like you know the 1600s, where it's like this black face. I would definitely be able to pick yours out. <laughs> Dude, I hated that. We did that in elementary school. We like put the overhead projector on and like stood in front of the overhead projector so that we could like trace our profiles on the board on the like dry erase like chalkboard. And I hated that day. <laughs> so, like, pissed your pants just so you can get the hell out of there. Right. God, I had so many like contours and curves and it was just like my nose and forehead and it was yeah. a bad day. No, I mean, you know, look, uh, you know, it's not every day you get the the two winningest members of WRBF on one pod. Yeah. You know, just, um, 
I have three championships. You yeah, have two. You do. You do. I have uh, two. Mm-hmm. And I have probably the most um, bridesmaid awards. You have runner-ups. But, and uh, I think we have the most wins in the history of the league, you and I combined together. Yeah, I know. How lucky is Rahul that he gets to listen in <laughs> on this strategy right here, right? All right, let's get into it. All right, so auction league, totally different than a snake draft. You know, you, you have to take all the uh, all the lessons you've learned in a snake draft and throw them out the window and start from scratch in the auction draft. Uh, and honestly, I have not, I have not been as as successful with an auction draft as I am with a snake. Um, so I'm excited to kind of learn from you and and just to listen to some of the things that you consider whenever you get into an auction draft. So, Nick, I don't know if you have uh, some stuff kind of laid out already, or you want me to go first. But uh, I'll go first. I'll go first, and I'll and I'll actually second your your thoughts there. You know, being a little vulnerable here too. When we when we did move to auction, I mean, I also struggled um, trying to find my footing. And so, last year, honestly, last year, I think I looked at it from a different perspective. I've uh, I'm a big movie guy, right? And okay. In my career, you know, college and print, you know, being an engineer, I'll work at night and I'll usually put a movie on. It'll just be white noise in the background. And my white noise movie uh, last year was Moneyball. Oh, okay. And so I started thinking about the draft and what I can do differently heading into the year. And I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna unleash that strategy for everybody. Okay. So, so Moneyball, uh, Brad Pitt and uh, Jonah Hill. They, they instead of trying to just pay the biggest, most popular you know, football or baseball guys, they, they try to dive into the stats and find those hidden gems. So uh, can you elaborate any more on your strategy for, for taking Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill's advice? Yeah, well, real quick, uh, Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill, I mean, two, you know, two of the best. Who's, who's your favorite actor? If I said hmm. you gotta watch this guy's movies forever, who would Denzel you? Washington? Man, that's a good choice. Man, I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm gonna go with Tom Hanks probably. Okay, all right. Yeah, I think he I think he covers the full spectrum there for me. But, He's got uh, a wide range. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like I didn't you know spend a lot of money on any one individual player last year. Uh, you know, you had a couple of folks go after McCaffrey, you know, he went for $72, Camara, $73, Dalvin Cook, 75, Saquon, 66. I feel like while that is a strategy, I feel like you limit your, your upside. I feel like an injury can really devastate all those dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I tried to do last year is spread my dollars evenly amongst my starters. So instead of putting all my dollars in one pot, you know, I can get five or six different people who have the chance to explode. Okay. And what happened for me, if you go back and look, because everybody should, you know, go back and look at my weekly, you know, um, I would always have one, 
you know, one of the five or one of the six or two of the five, two of the six, that would blow up and then the other ones wouldn't. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna pretty much do the same this year. Looking back, and I'm gonna real, go real deep on you right here, right? So let's go. We talk. We talk a lot about um, inside the numbers. Inside the numbers. That's for real. Yeah, that's we're about to do that. So we talk a lot about Clifton strengths at my office, and my number one strength is analytical. And so I'm a spreadsheet guy, right? And so Tim, actually, shout out to Tim at uh, the best man speech pretty much put me on the spot in front of my whole friends and family call me out for my color-coded spreadsheets um so last year ready last year there was 159 auction dollars spent on quarterbacks whoa 1136 dollars spent on running backs 856 dollars spent on wide receivers 166 on tight ends and 17 defense can you share your screen with me? I want to see what you're seeing right now. Yeah, I'll share this. Well, I can't actually. <laughs> God, no, come, on. come on, come on, come on. almost got me. You almost got me. <laughs> so what I've done is I've taken this year's ranks. I've kind of, you know, struck through or updated the dollars for the people who I think are going to be kept, which we'll get to here in a second. Mm-hmm. And I've distributed the dollars among the rankings. Whoa. assuming that we're going to spend the same amount of money or a certain percentage, you know, within a certain percentage. And so I can, with relative confidence, have an idea what, what guys are going to go for. And this is what helped me last year. Hmm. You know, everybody, when I came out of my draft, everybody was like, yeah, you know, your team's not that great. But what I tried to do was find the value. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm going to do the same again this year. Wow. That is impressive. That's impressive because when I on it, like you said, after the draft last season, I did feel like you may, I, I, I didn't feel like that you didn't spend your money wisely. I felt like you didn't get players that I felt like was going to perform as well as you thought they were going to perform. I felt like you were going after players that weren't ranked as highly on my list as they may have been on yours. And then, you know, when you when this draft starts, when this auction starts and, you know, everybody's staring at you and the dollars are flying and bids are going up, you know, you're, you're, you're taking bullets here. It gets to be a little bit different. Okay. So, I mean, I had a couple of things fall my way. Mike Davis didn't quite pan out, but I was lucky to pick up, um, you know, his backup Patterson had a pretty damn good year. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, which by the way, you can um he's for sale. You can keep him for zero dollars next year. Anybody wants to hit me up. Okay. So I think after listening to you and listening to you share some of your strategy going into the draft, I think I have not prepared as much as I should have. Um, but I will at least share one of my strategies going into um into our auction draft so i like to create a a spreadsheet but not nearly as detailed as what you create um i like to create one and you might do this as well nick um and you can you, you can share that or not it's up to you but i like to create one where i take 
all of the um, positions and I try to allocate a certain amount of money to each one of those positions. And then as we're drafting, as I'm drafting, I will update that spreadsheet. And, um, you know, if I, if I allocate, you know, $10 for a quarterback, I end up spending 15. I'll try to on the fly, take those $5 I overspent and, and take them away from another position so that I can kind of keep on course with how much money I have available and how much money I, I'm, I'm like, as far as my goal for spending on certain positions. Um, so I have one of those, those sheets that I, that I, I use during the draft and I, it helps me kind of uh, keep track of almost like what you were saying, as far as finding values and, and, and trying to, to spend, not overspending on certain positions and uh, making sure I have money available for every, uh, every position on my team um, instead of, you know, waiting until the end of the draft where there have been teams, there have been guys in our league where they fill out their starting roster and then they don't have any more money for bench players. So they have zero, they can only spend $0 on bench players to fill out the roster. Um, so that's something I have to try to keep track of, of, of my budget that I'll share. Yeah, that's great. I think that um, personally, I'm kind of anti-computer at the draft. Right. Uh, that did lead to a slight math miscalculation for me last year. Uh, I think I bid on uh, someone Callahan was going for, and I didn't have any yeah. money. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I was that guy, too. I, I think I blew my wad not keeping track of the math. And I didn't have a whole lot, you know, for, for bench players, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that that's part of, you know, whoever's unique strategy, right. You could just blow your wide on a couple of players, uh, pick up whoever's on the free agent wire and just kind of roll with it. Mm. That worked out for at least one person last year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ryan only left a draft of like five players. I know. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, to your point, though, Clint, I agree. I mean, I think that so for me and my my sheet that I bring with me, I'll I'll have four different builds, four to six different builds. And so while you keep a sheet and you update the dollars for me, my eyes will just drift to the other chart and then I'll just kind of fall into a different chart. Say I overspend on a tight end. Well, now I'm going with my, with my tight end builds and I'll mm. know where my dollars should go. Mm, I got you. But. That's kind of similar to what I do. Yeah. Well, so I'm, I, 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 I need to, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like learn from this conversation uh, and anybody that's taking the time to listen to this podcast, I, I, you know, they, they deserve to be able to, to take some, something from it as well. If they're putting in the time to listen and, and, and hopefully learn from a little, little listen and learn from our podcast, you know, good for them. And, and I'm, I'm trying to do the same thing. Maybe I need to make my, uh my spreadsheet a little bit more flexible i guess uh, and and not be so stuck on certain values for certain players going into the draft maybe having some backup spreadsheets uh available so that you know if if i do go after a, a tight end and spend more money i'll have something ready for that that situation that scenario i like it 
parts about our league is that we can prepare all the hell we want and we get to the day of the draft and that's true boom all of a sudden that's true you know tight ends you know more than three of them are going for over 40 dollars yeah and that's the the thing all right all right so speaking of which how have you adjusted your preparation based on the the inflation that we're going to have going into the 2022 draft as as far as like Tim, obviously that's an obvious example. He's coming into the draft with how much money do, 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 do Tim has $258. So how, how have you adjusted your strategy based on those, those numbers? So it's kind of hard to do that because you'll have managers who exit the draft with dollars in their pocket for some reason that's happened, you know, in, in the spreadsheet that I've got, since I've got the allocation per position, I'll have the total dollars available, mm-hmm. right? And so I allocate all those dollars into the spreadsheet. So for me, all the money is represented, assuming all the dollars are spent. So I'm okay. Now you can't be the person who just takes a cheat sheet off ESPN for standard auction values because that's, you're never going to get anybody. Because mm-hmm. every, everybody's going to go out for higher dollars than what you think. So what you're saying is you need to come into our draft knowing exactly where every dollar is coming from, exactly knowing exactly how much of a pool of money we ha- like every manager has to start with, how much money is out there, and 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 keeping track of every dollar in the league. That's what that's what you're saying, huh? But, you know, in the sense of being overprepared, I feel like, yeah, you got to have an idea. I mean, you got to know how many points per week, $25 will buy you at wide receiver. You got to know that. I'm just saying, I mean, because, and there's like, uh, I don't know, 14 different guys. You can pay 30 two dollars or you can pay sixteen dollars to get the same amount of production my god man i you know what i'm so glad that we're moving the draft time up to like a reasonable hour because i uh, keep track keeping tracking all this stuff after i've had a few adult beverages it's oh my gosh yeah speaking of that i'm i am excited about the one o'clock i think that um that'll allow for the ability for folks to And I'm not sure if everybody's staying Friday night or Saturday night or whatnot, but I think it gives a lot more flexibility to folks, especially folks with families. Yeah, for sure. I do do like uh, moving that to earlier in the day. Yeah, that's just another reason why Tim is the best commissioner our league has ever had. And um, shout out to Tim. Thank you again, Tim, for setting up the, the, uh, the lake house. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I know everybody else is as well. Um, but let's, let's move on. Let's, uh, let's, you know, we're kind of talking about the, the, the lake house and the draft weekend. Let's look at some of the draft weekend events, Nick. Uh, for those of you that were able to join the offseason owners meeting last weekend, we discussed some of the things that we're going to try to try to include in, in, in our draft festivities. And I think the best thing that came from our meeting was 
the the punishment idea for Rahul. Um, so if 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 Rahul, say for example, wasn't able to listen to the podcast or listen to the offseason owners meeting, uh, uh, Nick, do you want to you want to talk about what we've suggested as far as his punishment? Yeah. So Rahul, I'm sorry to let you know, uh, but you will be dressing as a pirate. <laughs> um, you may select any pirate in history, whether it be, you know, Ed- Edward Teach, Edward Teach. Yeah, I mean Captain Hook, Blackbeard. I mean, yeah, whoever, whoever you want, man. And I'm going to tell you, there's going to be treasure that you will need to try to find. And you can, uh, you can change, and you can stop talking like a pirate once you find all the all the treasure. So, so <laughs> what I'm really excited about is. I know that you are going, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but I I really, I really hope that you specifically, Nick, will, will take the time to create a really, (laughs) a really fun experience for Rahul as while he's a pirate. (laughs) Like, I I think you're going to make some really cool, like uh, treasures for him to go find some some things that he has to do while he's down there and 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 correct me if i'm wrong but i think that like the more the more coins the more things that he finds the less time he'll have to spend as a pirate is that right yeah i think so you know we, we we you know to be determined here right i think we're still working out the details okay uh my wife will lovingly describe me as extra (laughs) <laughs> so I do go the extra mile. I do go to that uh, to that level, um, and so I am looking forward to it for sure. And I really hope you know this is all going to hinge on Rahul and how far he wants to to go with it. I hope that he understands how mm, significant this league is, like how how big of a deal this is for him to even be involved in this league. So I really hope that he will show his dedication and, and step up to the plate and take this punishment on like a man. Um, Because otherwise, you know, I'm really going to be disappointed. I mean, you know what they say about first impressions. That's exactly right. Exactly. So I'm looking forward to those, those, those draft weekend festivities. Um, I haven't confirmed it yet, but I have it on on good authority that we're going to have a boat for the draft weekend. Um, I, I, I really hope we can add that element to it. Um, I think that will take it to another level. Um, I don't have a boat. It won't be my boat, so I can't say for sure one way or another, but I, I think there's a good possibility that we'll have a, a, a have a boat down there, and that's going to be that's going to be great. Pirates <laughs> call it boats or ships. Excuse me. We'll have a we'll have a ship. We'll have a uh, ship. We'll have a ship down there. Excuse me. We'll have we should decorate it. Oh my god, decorate it. <laughs> <laughs> have a damn crow's nest out there, bitch. <laughs> oh, that'd be fantastic. All right. All right, so I think we're running out of time, Nick. We're going to try to get through maybe one more thing. Let's talk about 
potential keepers. I know you have already done a lot of research. You've, you've been crunching numbers and uh, not everybody has revealed their keepers. Uh, I will, I will tell you that I'm keeping James Connor for 10 bucks and Mike Williams for three bucks. Um, I don't know if you want to go on that, but I, that's out there. That's public knowledge. That's public domain. That's, you know, if anybody wants to know, there you go. You're as of right now, I feel like you've, you've gone back and forth, but you've, you're, you're as of right now, you're keeping Stefan Diggs and Javante Williams. Yeah. Diggs is a lock for sure. Williams we'll, we'll kind of see, I'm still waiting to see how, you know, preseason goes. Um, I'm not sure if I want a wide receiver, wide receiver, or if I'm okay going running back wide receiver, but, um, we shall see since we're short on time, I'm going to, we shall see, I'm going to kind of tell you a name and I want you to tell me their keepers. Okay. And then you can shoot it back to me with a name and I'll tell you their keepers. Ooh, I like it. Let's go. So I'll give it to you first and I'll say, okay. uh, Tucker who's Tucker keeper. All right. So Tucker, let's look at his roster real quick. Let's pull it up. Um, I think he will keep oh man. Um I think he'll keep Travis Kelsey. I know he spent a lot on him, but I think he really likes having that position scarcity kind of locked down at the tight end position. So I'll say I'll say Travis Kelsey and then I also go with uh not sure off the top of my head how much Hunter Renfro. We'll go how much he spent on, on Hunter Renfro, but I'll I'll say Hunter Renfro and, and Travis Kelsey. That would be my guess. Uh, if you want to look at he's gonna I think he's gonna go waddle. I think he's gonna go waddle for six. Okay. And Kelsey was 45. 45. Okay. That'll be interesting. I think is is I don't even know if Austin Eckler is available. No, he's nope. he's got to release him. He's kept him the last two That's, years. Okay, all right, there you go, there you go. All right, all right. So let's let's go about back to you. Let's look at who do you think? Hmm, who do you think the new guy is going to keep? Oh God, the this new guy. Horrible. RG. Horrible. Uh, I mean, honestly, I think maybe uh, Justin Herbert, and sad to say, maybe Alexander Madison. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't. There's nobody else that I can see. I but. think Antonio Brown's a great keeper. I think that's a good value for Antonio Brown. If I were, if I were Rahul, that's that's all I keep. That's, I think, uh, Rahul, if you're listening this far, man, that's a little nugget for you. Antonio Brown's going to be really good. Y'all couch squad. <laughs> uh, Dale, we're running short on time. What do you think about Dale? Mm, Dale, bah, bah humbug is his name right now. Um, I think he's going to keep, all right, are you ready for this? Yeah. Tony Pollard. Yeah. Tony Pollard and, and, Len and Leonard Fournette. Yeah, he's got he's got an unbelievable two for ten dollars. Um, yeah, it's pretty right, good. What about the champ? Who's the champ going to keep? Uh, Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup, for Ooh, sure. Okay, for sure. Boom. Chris, Chris, Chris. has kept Derrick Henry and um, 
what's his face best dude for two years straight so chris is gonna have two new keepers yeah tyree kill kill. yeah for 91 dollars each of the last two Uh, he's already locked i think it's gonna be kyle he's already locked his in he's already locked his in it's gonna be kyle pitts and debo samuel i think he's already put those in so excited record all right, this is part two of the Two Guys in a Bed podcast. I think we left off. We were talking about Sam's keepers. Uh, Nick, who do you think Sam will be keeping? Justin Jefferson at $2. Uh-huh. Justin Jefferson, 2 bucks. You'll never be able to guess the other one. I know it, though. Maybe Darno Mooney. And it, could, it could be Michael Thomas, but I just don't Bingo. know. Bingo. That's what yeah. I heard today, Michael Thomas. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Why not? All right. What about uh, pit stains and chicken wings? You know, I think he goes with the the Rams backfield. I think he keeps Cam Akers and Henderson. <laughs> uh, I mean, for five dollars total, I think that's pretty good. Have that backfield on lock? I think so. I mean, I, I think I would. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. I, I like the idea of keeping uh, Cam Akers for nothing. I mean, there's not a lot of risk there, you know? Yeah, I mean, you get one position on lock for $5. Hell, I just spent 40 last year in the draft to get that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Maybe. think about um, Tim? Tim, golly. I think he's already locked his in, and he's got some pretty good – Pretty good keepers. On top of the $258 he has to play with, he has locked in Mark Andrews and Jamar Chase. So I th- yeah. I'm pretty sure it's it's his draft to lose. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I felt like I feel like Steve was kind of like that for a little bit, either last year or the year before, where he just had every week it was like 134 points projected. Mm-hmm. Uh and he didn't. Uh, he didn't win last year. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see about Tim. Who are we forgetting? Logan? Steve. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, obviously, Josh Allen, but I, I don't know about his number two. My guess is DeAndre Swift, although he did try to sell him. True. What do you think? I like the uh, – yeah, uh, Josh Allen. That that would be who I would keep. Um. And I, I I reached out when he said he was thinking about getting rid of Swift. So obviously that's who what I would think about keeping. Um, but maybe I'm on Ross St. Brown. I think I think he earned some value there. Did you see that dude last year? I mean, he was like, check out check out his his stats, man. So from week 13 on. 12 targets, 12 targets, 11 targets, 11 targets, 11 targets, 10 targets. I mean, that dude for the last, I don't know, now, I think six, seven weeks of the season. TJ Hawkinson was out at that point, and I think that had something to do with all those targets, but but still yet. I mean, that's a crap load of targets. For sure, and they're going to be playing from behind, too, in Detroit. Their defense isn't that great, but I did like watching their hard knocks. I don't know if you've seen that, Ben. But that was pretty good. The only thing I saw was Jamal Williams crying, you know, trying to inspire the team. But uh, 
that's the only thing I saw, which I can get that. I can, I can get like that too. You need to watch the dude from, is it Hutchinson from Michigan? Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, yeah. the rookie. He gets up in front of them and starts doing the Billy Jean, Michael Jackson song. It's pretty good. It's he gets the crowd going. You need to check that out if you haven't already. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, I think that's everybody as far as their guests and their keepers. But Logan, 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 yeah, who do you got on Logan? Let's see, Logan, Logan, Logan. Logan. Um, I think if I were him. I would keep CD Lamb at a pretty good value. And then uh, he's a he's a commander's homer, so maybe Antonio Gibson. No way. I think he's burned by him. Plus, Gibson was running with the twos yesterday, I think, or something. But don't no, I think give him too much. Keep Harris. We, we made a deal for Harris, you know, a little while ago. I think in the offseason first hit. So I think he's going to keep him. All right, man. Well, dude, it's two weeks away. The draft is two weeks away. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, I cannot wait for the overspending. (laughs) I can't can't wait. Six of the seven, six of the top seven receivers are going to be kept. Six. Yeah. Yeah, Cup, Jefferson, Chase, Samuel, Diggs, Lamb. Devontae Adams. How How much money is gonna fetch for adams i'm thinking like 65 dollars somebody's gonna spend for adams if if last year it was 51 i know but there's nobody else up in that that tier mm-hmm. then you got tyree kill and keenan allen we shall see there's gonna be a lot of money man we shall see i can't wait dude I'm i can't wait and i'm gonna bust your ass in cornhole too so there's that well that's not gonna happen so I, you know what happened with cornhole I won so many times that I y- y'all told me to stop playing. Oh bullshit! And now you're gonna let me back in. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay, guy. I got two years worth of championships. Okay, guy. Smack Look, down. Do you know who's the best cornhole player in our league? It's not you or me. Don't Steve tell me John- it's Raul. Steve, I don't know. It's Ra- It's Steve. Steve Johnson is the best cornhole player. I'm telling <laughs> well, you. Well, we're going to find out in a couple of weeks. Dude, I can't wait. And look, the winner of the cornhole tournament gets to rename people's divisions. <laughs> I know. It's anything they want. Yeah. Oh, God. No rules just right. You know, I have a great history of naming people. Ooh, okay. Do, right. you, do you? Remind I, me. I, I don't remember. Um, (laughs) uh it was some awful play on macho man and slim jims okay i don't remember where it was but y'all could give me some shit for that sounds funny sounds great oh it was great it was great that five minutes i thought about it but uh it stings and chicken wings is the best that was for sure and and that's your boy right here but Yeah, that was that was a good. Well, I guess it was not was not top thirteen and one. I mean, that was yeah. all time best right. team name, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. All right, man, oh, I, I can't wait. Anything else you want to say before we head out, man? We wrap no, up? I mean, I just you know I'm looking forward to this weekend. I think that um, this week, two weeks. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. I'm the weekend, looking forward to the weekend. Yeah, singer, and yeah, I mean, I, I think a couple people are getting in there on Thursday. Some folks are getting in on Friday. Okay. 
Um, I don't think there's much around there other than the lake. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I want to actually put this out there for everybody. Pace your damn selves. <laughs> y'all were done after Friday night and y'all forgot we had Saturday night too. So uh, pace yourselves. Like that's directed at me, man. It's like you're like uh, you weren't the only one. Sam, <laughs> Sam, Sam hung up with me. I mean, yeah, Sam and Tim and I kind of kept it going. Okay, all right. But uh, I yeah, told no, you, looking looking forward to seeing everybody. That's a goal of mine is to um, make it a two day affair, not just a one day thing. <laughs> that's a goal of mine. <laughs> I'm gonna try really hard, Nick, just for you. Okay, it'll be fun, man. I can't wait. I got a special bottle too. I'm bringing. Oh my gosh. So over under, I'm going to set the over under on that bottle. That one bottle, I'm going to set the over under at 275. Do you want to tell people now? We shall see. No, we shall see. Okay. Okay. I can't wait. All right. Well, Nick, dude, thanks for hopping on and the Saturday night, man. The little pre-draft podcast. Get people hyped up for the draft. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, man. Well, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, we will see you in two weeks. This is the two guys in a bed podcast, the official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy.